Hello, this is Kevin Smith from the BBC Gardener's World magazine podcast. If you love all things gardening, join us at BBC Gardener's World Live from the 13th to the 16th of June at Birmingham's NEC. Find out more at bbcgardenersworldlive.com. See you there. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Are you ready for heart-stopping, toe-tingling, coma-inducing levels of drama and romance? Okay, great. Well, you can find it all included with Prime Video. Check out Expat, starring Nicole Kidman, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway, and the history-bending romanticy, My Lady Jane, which will leave you speechless forever. Or till the end of the episode. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Welcome to the Gardener's World magazine Sew Along series, the podcast that inspires you to grow more from seed. I'm Emma and I'm the horticultural editor of Gardener's World magazine. Part of my job is looking at the lists of seed varieties that we will give away with the magazine and I had no hesitation in choosing Kale Nero di Toscana for this year. I'm a keen vegetable grower, nurturing my edibles on a decent sized plot where I have some grow every year favourites as well as experimenting with new varieties. I'm happy to include Nero di Toscana in the category of plants I always grow. It has many virtues, but one of the most important must be that it's extremely hardy and puts up with the worst that winter can throw at it. In fact, during the frozen weather in December 2022, my chard instantly flopped while my kale was unperturbed. That means I can pick the leaves all winter just when I'm in need of a health boost. The health benefits of this vegetable are considerable. It contains four times the vitamin C of spinach, plus vitamin E, so it's great for our immune systems. Kale is also thought to protect against heart disease and cancer and support eye and bone health. As with many vegetables, lighter preparation methods like steaming, juicing or eating baby leaves in salads retain more nutrients. Having said that, One of my favourite ways to eat kale is stir-fried in peanut oil with lemon juice squeezed over it. Delicious. Kale is also great in soups, stews and salads. 
It has the slight bitterness characteristic of many brassicas, which I think goes particularly well with rich dishes like cheesy omelettes. Although you can leave kale growing in the veg plot all winter, you might want to pull up the plants to use the space. And at that stage, you can safely put the remaining leaves in your freezer. Blanch them for a minute first. As well as being productive, Nero di Toscana is pretty. At close to one metre tall, it makes a statement in the plot, which we particularly need in winter. Some people call it palm cabbage because its form resembles a palm tree after a while, with a trunk-like stem topped by narrow, long leaves radiating out. These are blue-green with a bubbly surface, a wonderful contrast to most other leaves in the plot. They look particularly good rhymed with frost. You can sow kale outdoors, either where you want the crop to grow or in a seed bed from which you'll choose your best seedlings to transplant into their final positions. I prefer to sow the seeds under glass, pricking them out into small pots to nurture ready for planting outdoors from May onwards after hardening off. They go into free-draining soil in a fairly sunny spot, although like most brassicas, kale will tolerate a partially shaded position if that's all you have. To get my soil ready for the plants, I mulch it with plenty of organic matter in winter. This is well-rotted garden compost spread over the top of the ground. It gives the soil good structure and nutrients. By the time I'm planting out my kale seedlings, the mulch is broken down into fine soil full of mysterious microbes that will help my kales grow big and strong. Some people like to grow legumes like peas and beans in the bed the year before their kale crop in a crop rotation. The legumes release nitrogen into the soil, which is great for leafy crops like kale. Make sure you space out your kale seedlings well. They need 50 centimetres between them as they will get large. You'll be thankful of the space when you're harvesting. Occasionally kale plants start to lean over on their slim stems. This is largely a cosmetic problem, but if you're worried about them collapsing, you can drive in a stake for support. Good quality, firm soil will help them stay upright and it's preparing the bed well in advance that will assist with this. I make a simple netting cage around my kale plants with bamboo poles to protect them from wood pigeons. You can buy ready-made structures too. Pigeons love kale. They try to land on the plants and rip at the leaves, leaving behind the hard mid-veins early in the morning. In winter, especially when other plants are covered in frost or snow, kale makes a particularly tasty treat for them. Another pest I've experienced in the past is cabbage whitefly. It lives on the backs of the leaves, making them unappetising. I've found the best way to deal with it is to promptly pick the leaves so that they don't become old. It is on plants that are left unpicked that you'll notice a build-up of this problem. Harvesting leaves encourages more growth. Never pick off all the leaves. The plant needs those to photosynthesise. Ideally, grow a few plants and take just a few leaves from each when you harvest from the base. Although they can be easily pulled away from the stem, a sharp knife makes a clean cut and prevents tearing. If you wait until after a frost, the leaves will be sweeter, but I just pick mine as soon as they're ready. If a leaf is looking yellow or damaged, simply donate it to the compost heap and keep the fresher ones. 
you should have plenty. Never cut the whole top off the plant, it's tempting to do, but disrupts and slows down the growth. As the plant ages, it may branch a little. This isn't a problem, it just means you get more leaves. If left, eventually it will start to form flowers, which is a sign that the plant is reaching the end of its life. The flowers are also edible and considered a delicacy by some. I've usually pulled out my own plants to make way for new crops by the time this happens on my veg plot. Letting the plant go to seed would give you seed to sow next year, but is probably not the most productive way to use your bed space. Thanks for listening to Sew Along, and we hope you're inspired to give seed sowing a go. Find out more about it at gardenersworld.com forward slash podcast. Subscribe now to never miss an episode and rate us in your podcast provider app. See you next time.